0: Up next is the Daily Devotional by Pastor Tim Dodson, pastor of Believer's Church in Menominee, Wisconsin. Subscribe to our podcast by visiting burningdogradio.com and clicking on subscribe. Thanks for listening to Burning Dog Radio. Luke chapter 18. But verse 34 gives light into the situation by saying, They understood none of these things. This saying was hidden from them, and they didn't understand the things that were said. So despite his clear sharing of this truth, well, it seems the boys still didn't get it. Well, they would one day. But at this point, such a reality simply didn't fit into their ideal future. But the father would make these words have meaning in time, for eventually they would find themselves in the middle of those yet future events. And standing on the promises that God had made them, they would personally decide just how much they loved him. Most anyone will hear his words, but you know, only a select, select few will act upon them. Jesus said, I am the good shepherd and the good shepherd lays down his life for his sheep. John 10, 11. Now these men, they would be tested now to see if they would give their lives for the shepherd. All those who call themselves uh, God's own, we are still presented that same scenario even today. Those who have failed the test, well, they have drifted off into the pages of historic and spiritual obscurity. But these men, who would die for Christ, would live on in the pages of Scripture and await those of like blood on the other side of eternity. Verse 35 of our text says, As he came near Jericho, a certain blind man sat by the road begging, And hearing a multitude going by, he asked what this meant, and they told him that Jesus of Nazareth was passing by. He cried out, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me!" I find it interesting that this blind man was quicker to recognize the Savior than those who actually had their sight. Maybe a man needs to experience this kind of handicap at some point in his life in order to know the world more clearly. If so, well, God has a way of delivering such an individual. He loves us that much. I mean, we have to ask ourselves, would God allow us to go through such a situation? You know, in order for us to experience His truth? I mean, is that love? I find it interesting that men today want to place a human secular love into the persona of Christ instead of accepting the true love of the one who is literally the embodiment of love. The denial of true God love, it is a huge cancer in the wider church today. The truth is, actually, that so often man's idea of love is is ushering him through the gates of hell. And I am so glad that God loves me enough to say and do whatever is necessary to bring the truth to my heart, even if it isn't a feel-good experience. Now, this man, he was blind and he knew it. Spiritually, our pride will never let us admit that we can't see. But this man, he was able to pick out the Messiah because even though he was blind, he wasn't deaf. He heard and he acted. 1 Peter 1, 8-9 tells us, Whom, not having known, you love. In him, though now you don't see him, yet believe him. You rejoice greatly with joy that is unspeakable and full of glory receiving the result of your faith, the salvation of your souls. Now notice that this man did not cry out, heal me, heal me. He called out, Jesus, have mercy on me. He was a wise man who apparently saw more than one would have expected. Verse 36 says the multitude, just like now, well, they were just passing by. Oh, they were following Jesus, or so they thought. But somehow they still missed the business of following Christ. I wonder how many of us are doing the same thing. We believe we can follow Christ without actually acting upon his teaching. Verse 39 says, Those who led the way rebuked him, that he should be quiet. But he cried out all the more, You, son of David, have mercy on me. Oh, how the world wants us to just shut up. I mean, they don't want to hear about difficulties, and they certainly don't want to hear it from the likes of us. They don't have time for any blind man. They're too busy. Sadly, they're often too busy, hmm, just following Christ. The man, however, would not be silenced. He continues to call out to Jesus, who can obviously see, (laughs) is the son of David. Everyone present would have understood such a title as an acknowledgement of his deity. The man here, he was looking for mercy and he wasn't ashamed to ask for it for himself. He wasn't arguing with anyone. He knew he was blind and more importantly, Jesus knew it. As long as both he understood he was blind, a change would actually occur. When the thirsty are truly looking for truth you gotta know there'll always be those who will attempt to tear them. After all, it's true, misery loves company. And those who are intent on staying blind, man, how they hate to have a fellow blind man leave their ranks. There must have been countless voices vying for our Lord's attention that day on the road. Yet I find it interesting that out of all those voices, Jesus heard that one. There must have been something behind that voice, I guess, that made it heard above all the rest. Perhaps this man, he knew the prophecy back in Isaiah 35.5. The prophecy says, quote, then the eyes of the blind will be opened and the ears of the deaf will be unstopped, end quote. So this he knew he had one thing that he had to do. He had to get up and go to Jesus. He had to move. While the hand of Jesus is always outstretched in invitation, gang, we are required to step up when he calls. Verse 40, standing still, Jesus commanded him to be brought to him. And when he came near, he asked, what do you want me to do? He said, Lord, that I may see again. Now, it's important to know that Jesus never left the business of commander in chief. He never punched out. He commands this man to be brought to him. And I want you to notice again, he didn't ask, he commanded. So when the man was brought to him, he took charge. He asked the man a question that one might think would be a silly question. He asked, what do you want me to do for you? Wow. I mean, isn't that obvious, Jesus? And yet he asked just the same. The man cuts to the chase. He says, Lord, I want to see. Now the man knew two things about this situation that was before him. One, that the all-powerful Messiah, Son of God, was there before him. Can you imagine that? Two, the man had the critical element. He had the faith. Not just faith that Jesus could do this, but that Jesus could do this. Not that he would, no, no, that'd be presumption. That's not faith, but he knew he could. Verse 42, Jesus says to him, receive your sight, your faith has healed you. Jesus spoke and his words were and are enough to do the job, receive your sight. Notice the careful choice of the words. He said, receive. Jesus was giving him the ability to see. Your faith has healed you. Now, obviously, it was not this man's doing, but rather the power of God. But his faith in the person of Christ, well, that sealed the deal. He had to believe not in the miracle, but the power behind the miracle. He had to believe in Jesus. Verse 43 says, immediately he received his sight and followed him, glorifying God. All the people, when they saw it, praised God. The text tells us immediately he received his sight. So notice what happened after this miraculous event. The text tells us he, quote, followed him, glorifying God, end quote. Now, I don't know this for sure, but I know a lot of folks that were once, well blind if you will and now they see and I'll bet that guy while he followed Christ he never forgot the business end of faith I bet he never for- forgot that other guy the other blind guy you know standing over on the sidelines the one yelling son of David have mercy on me in fact I think this guy probably was the one forever thereafter, busily bringing blind people to the one who could make men see. For he had experienced God's love, and now he would exercise that same love towards others. And because of it, all the people, when they saw it, gave praise to God. That was our daily devotions by Pastor Tim Dodson. For more information about Tim Dodson and Believers Church, visit jfbelievers.com.